m'entends, toi Ouais, là, je t'entends. tu m'entends ouais. D'accord, ok. D'accord. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to From A to Z with yeah. Aziz. Episode, what is it 11? 11 episodes yes. in, I, we're, we're still not good at this. Uh, yeah, I don't, for sure, I don't for think sure. the intros are, are flowing. It's the same energy as a dude who's who doesn't know what to do with his hands during a group picture. Are we, you? We really don't know what we're doing with the intro every time. It's like, ha. Huh. I, I don't know if it's because you're looking straight at me, but are you targeting anyone right now? No. <laughs> no, what the are fuck? You, are you sure about that? Because, I mean, we're like two minutes into this, and you really want to start beefing? No, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. You good? Valentine's Day got you tripped up, bro. Yes, sir. Same. Valentine's Day's got us really down bad. Yeah, bro, not going to lie. I'm not going to say down bad. I think you've said that about me like three different times. I'm never going to like admit it and go with you. But like, yeah, bro, Valentine's Day got me tripping. Man, honestly, I, you know, fun fact, I've never had a Valentine's Day in my life. Like yeah. with some, every time I've been in a relationship, mm-hmm. it was not during Valentine's Day. Like I've either started dating or gone dumped after or before valentine's day but i've never gone through that corny shit of oh let's get our chocolates flowers no so you've never done anything for valentine's day absolutely not nothing i i mean honestly i've never been the biggest fan of valentine's i'm not gonna lie i've done like a thing once or twice maybe i also once or twice didn't do a thing which put me in whatever kind of hot water um <laughs> so beta but like yeah this year valentine's day rolling around and Man. honestly last time i saw like a person besides you was like four months ago man feels like we're dating <clears throat> it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while Fuck. we meet up just to you know put a couple of mics and start talking just like to... seriously man oh my what god is this yes, come to, yes. Man? yeah yeah like, we're supposed to be in but you know what you know what you know what you know what um The thing about Valentine's Day recently, it's been, you know, all over the place on, on Instagram. But there's another thing on Instagram that I fucking love. Yeah. It's that story at the top, Year of the Ox. Oh, yeah, dude. This was <laughs> yesterday, by the way. Happy yeah, New bro, Year. bro. That, the thing that... Okay, I know, I know there is, we should not be appropriating this. Yeah, no, we really shouldn't. But I'm But also, so not- fucking taking the Year of the Ox. <laughs> like, bro, because <laughs> we... First of all, the funny thing is we didn't even know it was going to be the year of the ox. Yeah. We weren't aware. It we was like, okay, didn't. bullish. Yeah. Then we turned from bull to ox. Yep. So year of the fucking ox. Credits to Serge, by the way. Yes. Because we didn't come up with this. Because now, a year of the bull. I was into year of the bull vibes. Sure. And then he twisted it on yours day. Give us a, a 180. I don't know how he came up with it, but like props for sure. And and honestly, we've been trying to live up to it and now i realize yeah. that it's year of the ox and i'm like fuck yeah bro it's the year of the ox even robin hood <laughs> sent an email about it this is the year of the ox what did robin hood say yeah it was something about crypto or whatever but they said yeah um we're gonna seize the year of the ox and i was like i think i put it on the story i was like hell yeah brother seize the year of the ox Hi. go you cool actually no not go you fuck robin hood okay like Wait, robin is the op. what happened because how's robin hood the op now because Ro- i told and we've it, been gone for a minute so i haven't gotten like a Like yes. Uh, by the way, um, but like, don't do. A let's 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 um, let's, let's be a bit more polite about this. Welcome back to <laughs> from A to Z with Aziz, <laughs> episode 11. As you guys know, there was no, or maybe they wouldn't have noticed, but we didn't release an episode last week. Yeah, because we we're too busy uh, and it, doing the Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we're doing my greatest impression of what it feels like to be all American. Yeah, pretty just much. for one day, we and so we decided to host a quote-unquote Super Bowl party. Two people, three Sick. people. 
Bro, you want to know something? Obviously, socially distanced and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, following uh, COVID protocol. Oh, yeah, absolute role models. Yep. Great citizens. Bro, man, I got to tell you, the the one thing that annoyed me about that night was that the worst thing about the entire Super Bowl party Mm -hmm. was the Super Bowl itself. That was a whack game. You didn't... It was a... It wasn't a whack game. It was very much so a whack game. I mean, if you were rooting for the Buccaneers... You had, a great, you had a great game. You were like, sure. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, exactly. No, nobody, nobody fucks with a blowout. That's the, that's okay, the thing. I is get it. Like everyone everybody wants to, wants to hear about a blowout. Entertainment. But Every, okay. Remember that Barcelona. We're not gonna do the sports bit for a long time. But remember the Barcelona, Bayern Munich, A two. A two. A two. Yeah. Oh, from, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, uh, such an enjoyable moment for me as a Bayern Munich fan. You yeah. know, a diehard German. Mm. Diehard German. Absolutely. I don't know. I've been a fan of Bayern Munich ever since I was a kid. That's like, that's my, not my boyhood team, but that, okay. Boyhood? I'm going to make it simple. As Arabs in the Middle East, you have your boyhood club, which is like, okay, for you, it would be a team in in Cairo. For me, it's a team in Tunisia. What? Esperance. Go Esperance. But anyway, and then you have your boyhood club from Europe, right? That ever since you're part of your storyline is that your entire... There you go, King. You admit yeah, man. that's the thing. It, uh, in in like the UAE, they had the same looking kit as um, Ali, man. Yeah, like yeah, they had the same r- kit. R- the whole Red Devil vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like you had um, Abu Treka. Abu t- vibes. And you were like, yeah, sure, well, man. like a close enough proxy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Plus, my cousin loved man. But that's so that's like, yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying is that you have your club that deter- is basically determined by your dad. Yeah. Okay. So sure. That's an easy one, and that's in your country, mm. and then you have. And c- a completely unrelated team in Europe that for some reason you're going to stand by that hell and die in that hell, hell, yeah, hell from yeah. the time you're nine until you're, I don't know, 25, you're committed. doesn't matter if we suck or not. Yeah, like Arabs are more aware of classicals than like... Bro, bro, man. F- Seriously. Facts. <laughs> they're so... They're so in- Me, personally, I never liked one thing. Like, I don't want to start getting into the whole bias thing. But if there is one thing I'm racist about <laughs> when it comes to the Middle East, it's uh-huh. their love for Barcelona, okay? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. when I hear Barsha for Barcelona, <laughs> I snap. Like, part of me just dies. Well, the thing is, I never got it because I, I didn't have the, the... Like, I don't know where they got it. so I. It's because it's Barcelona. Yeah, no, I know. But, like, I mean, like, the entourage that they had to have for them to start saying Barsha at, like, age 13. It just pisses me off. I did not... <laughs> it was not a good vibe, man. Like... Real wasn't a better thing either, but like, but like you kind of get, bro. Okay, super. Again, getting into the stereotype thing, bro. If you're Algerian, you like Real Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) If you're Algerian, you know for a fact they're all Team Ronaldo, not Messi. Yeah, right. Like that's the that's the debate that took over sports for a a decade plus, and Algerians are very, they're cutthroat. They don't care. Like it's Ronaldo. You'll never find an Algerian guy who'll say Lionel Messi is the goat, Mm. right? In the Middle East, it's the complete opposite. It's they live and breathe messy. And it just always pissed me off. Like, bro, can you have, like, any type of flavor, bro? Just, I don't know. Why messy? Why Barcelona? I don't know why. And they always got sponsored by Middle East, whether it's Qatar Airways. For a big part of their history, Barcelona never got sponsors on their T-shirts. First one they get, some airline. I think it was Qatar Airways or something. Just the bias is there, man. It's built in. It's built in. It's really dividing. North Africans are Team Real Madrid, and Middle Easterns are Team Barcelona. Big facts. 
Yeah, but I never got it. Like, I never... I mean, I really got the whole Messi being a... Like, it makes sense. It makes, it makes sense. sense. Underdog vibes. Be, yeah, exactly. Like, small and quick and... Like, can like get through and basically, like, it gives you it gives you up and shit. I think like, I yeah, think honestly, like honestly, for for a major part, like Ronaldo's good looks kind of like hindered because you're like, yeah. oh, you're you're into Ronaldo because like he's because he good looking yeah, or yeah. like he looks like a fucking Adonis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like if you really want to watch football, you yeah. watch Messi. You want to get like like magic? <laughs> you want to yeah. see magic, <laughs> bro? My, my, I'm just remembering this story. Remember this one time. Uh, you and I and another friend of ours were uh, we were in front of you, uh, your place, um, uh, in front of your building. I know building. exactly what you're and referring, <laughs> and now it just came to my mind. And this one time we were just we we didn't play a lot of football Freestyle. together, <laughs> but like we were just <laughs> kicking the ball to each other by the side of the road. And then this dude in the car rolls up, and he stops and he put, rolls down his window and he looks at us and uh, he goes, um, "You want to see some freestyle magic?" <laughs> and it was like it was like that nine p.m. Factual, or something, very and it was so fucking creepy, man. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Which is why our next topic should be why you don't fuck with strangers oh anymore. My God, man. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, like I, I wanted to get into this anyway, because like um, that, but that's why I'm like, how could you? It's 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 really perfect that you remember this, this story because I forgot <laughs> about uh, the freestyle magic one. I forgot about it for. Yeah, same. Ten I years now. About it Thank now. you for reminding me um, of that. What a <laughs> cool. creep. Such a weird story. Can you remember? In his little Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, Nissan. He was... Yeah, I remember yeah, exactly. Remember? What, like, yes. I feel like he opened his door at some point, man. No, no. He just, like, turned the window down. Oof. So fucking oh, weird. You go freestyle magic? What the like, fuck, bro, man? Fucking 13. Creepy shit. Me... But yeah, no, no. Don't fuck with strangers. Not gonna lie. This, like, honestly, to me right now, um, at this point in time, why am I getting so weird It's about a continuation this? of uh, <laughs> your homeless take. like, the homeless take. Like, don't be fucking with strangers. Um... Because, like, we've been talking about You're the Ox, but um, yesterday I am I go down I go downstairs to go to Sainsbury's, um, and this guy is just, like, around the corner trying to light something. And, I don't know, you, it looks like his, like, hands are too cold to, like, yeah. light his thing. And he looks at me, and he goes, can you, like, just help me out with this lighter here? I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and he, like, puts his, like, head out, mm-hmm. cigarette in, in his mouth and everything, and I'm, like, lighting the thing. And he get and I the thing's like lit, right? It's and lit. It's, <laughs> but no, I mean like it's, the, it's, it's mad litty. <laughs> no, but it's like it's lit. Yeah. And okay. he stays there, and he like he starts getting like closer to me, but it was like and his cigarettes like getting closer to me. So I'm like, what the fuck? I like is the this Valentine's Day vibe. Vibe. Yeah, no, horrible. Like this isn't the kind of contact I want to be having right now. Like honestly, like really Bro, put if me. If you're off down bad enough, you never know. <laughs> fuck that, man. No way. Anyway, go um, ahead. So this dude's getting real close to me with it, and it's taking like a minute. This goes on for like ten seconds, and he gets close to me. So I start like pushing him back, putting my hand on his chest, and I like push him back for a second. I'm like, "Yo, dude, like, give me my space." I went on like, you know, social distancing, COVID. Like, what? Why are you so close so to me right now? Um, poster child of uh, how to respect rules, Yusuf. <laughs> no, but I just a mean, dude like, gets close like, to you and no, looks I, sketchy, and you're like, "Dude, social distancing." No, no, but I just mean, I'm just saying like this is the <laughs> what kind a model of, like, citizen. Polite, this the kind of polite energy I still wanted to stay on. Like, I didn't want to like. Tell him, yo, bro, I don't like, want to like, fucking fuck see off right you. Now. I, I, I didn't get, like, what vibe this guy was on, so I was still trying to be polite, you know? And you so never was... know strangers. Like, that's one thing my mom always tells me, like, you never know strangers. Like, don't do not do anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't do anything brash. Yeah, because you, you never, never know, know, like, what's actually happening, you know? so It might be dude... a fucked up dude. Like, he might react very badly to that. Yeah, yeah and this dude looked, he kind of looked tripped up. You got what I'm saying? Like, he looked, uh, like. Tripping balls. Not tripping balls, but, like, I just mean, like, he looked a bit, like. 
not disoriented, but like he he acted like goofy type of disoriented. It was weird. It was weird, but like he seemed out of it. And so I'm lighting his thing, and this whole time, like I've got an earphone in. I was listening to music uh, while I, as I left my building, right? So at this point, I'm like, "Yo, back up!" And I'm like, "Alright, cool." And he like backs up too. He's like done with it. Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, fuck it. I'm leaving now." So I walk away. I start walking away, and I go. I go to put my earphones in, and I realize that these things are just dangling. They are connected to nothing at all. This oh, guy damn. had stolen my phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so... This bro. is the second time I hear it, and honestly, I just... Uh, uh, man, this story is too good. I love it. I love it. Dude, <laughs> this so, is so ridiculous. Um, so I, I, just, I wanted to go get like a bit of groceries, and I get my phone stolen. Because I try and help this fucking guy. And dude, now, c- c- thinking back to it, I got played in like such... Or you thought he was just weird trying to make out with you. Turns out he was conning the hell out of you. Dude, seriously. Like, I was was on... Mixed (laughs) signals. Yeah, dude, I was on PSN with a friend afterwards, and he was talking about this whole thing about, like, how they make you make contact with them so you won't feel when they, like, get it or anything. And I was like, yeah, sure, that makes sense, because, like, that totally happened, and it felt like that's what he... I felt so played. So, like, in that moment where I realized that my phone wasn't on me, you you know that feeling when, like... You check if your keys aren't there. You realize you're like oh. it's gotta be somewhere. Like, it's but you're, fine. you're like, yeah, I'm gonna find it eventually. It's like you get that like half second of of oh, what the fuck, and then you're like, oh no, okay. You tap your back pocket. You're like, wallet's there. Cool, right? But if so, it's not there, but, it's oh shit. I was like, oh no, my I don't have my phone. And then I check my pockets, and oh yeah, I didn't have my phone. And so I was like, fuck, uh, dude, like, played. I I felt so fucking played, man. I didn't. I couldn't believe what happened, right? But the whole time, I'd never. We'd already. We, Dude, first time I was here, I told the story about getting mugged, right? A chick getting her phone stolen, okay? And, then, and we and all all we kept talking about was couldn't be me. Could not couldn't be, be me, right? But, dude, <laughs> but it was. For real, you know, the ox was like tripping up on me like big time, right? Um, but basically, when, when I realized that my phone's been stolen, I'd never been like mugged or my phone's never been stolen, at least like directly. I hadn't realized in that immediate situation like nobody did um, it like in plain sight yeah exactly i it wasn't like obvious right i didn't like snap my phone or anything like for example somebody uh, i don't know um that's like, like my phone like he just grabs my phone and runs with it like yeah that, chick, right like sure. the the or, the or my mugging basically yeah right? or the dude who grabs the 10 yeah. pounds yeah exactly generally like you get somebody like i don't know enters your house steals some shit if you leave the door open and that's that's and you. you're like oh shit i got robbed yeah and that's it you and there's nothing you can do about, about it take exactly. your l and that's it right but, but this like, one is out there <laughs> but like in this situation as i realized that i didn't have my phone i was like i had that feeling of dude this can't be the end of this situation like there has to be more i can't fucking this. allow <laughs> i can't allow this shit like there's no way i'm going home right now and just going up to my apartment with like no phone and what am i supposed to do group like i'm not gonna go buy a new fuck that no fucking way right so I start going around. I start going around the block. I, I walk down the street, basically thinking maybe I'll like find him or something. At this point, I don't even know what to do. I'm just pissed and like and kind so of much sad, testosterone like, flowing. I, like honestly, you want to go to war honestly, at that no, point. No, I, I was pissed, but like a part of me was like, I got my phone stolen. There's nothing I can do about this. And I honestly like there was a part of me that just wanted to get home and cry. I was like, I'm so tired. But it's still right? kind of, it's, it's kind of like, got the vibe of like, you know, falling down a cliff. You're like, you never accept it as you're falling. Yeah, you're yeah, like, no. there's no fucking exactly. way the whole I'm time... accepting this. There's no way this L is actually going to be like concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the whole time I was like, no, no I'm still going to do, try and do something. This is about still it. like an, an like... L in motion. It's not there. It hasn't arrived. Yeah, no, it hasn't like this, w- this will be significant in 
my life. It doesn't fucking matter how, okay? Like, I'm not just going to get my phone stolen and have it be just another thing. I'm going to make this significant some way. Somehow, I'm making okay? content like, out of this. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck, okay? Some, uh, somehow this is going to make sense and matter, right? So I go, uh, at some, I go down the street. I don't find anything, obviously. Um, so I decide to, like, go back to my apartment, basically take this L. But I think I'm going to go back on my laptop, do find my iPhone, and just lock it and, you know, put down a phone number, put down yours. Um, but then I like uh, go down to find my iPhone and I realized that the phone is like at the end of that road, like by the road that I'd walked down, it was at the end of that road. And then like 15 seconds later, it was like around the corner and then it was moving around like to a bus stop. And I so the dude like, is there. So the dude's like, he's not that he's far. Like, he's like a hundred meters away from like where radius wise is like a hundred, hundred meters away. And I'm like, I can see where he's going. And I'm like, okay, maybe somehow I can like go downstairs and like, be at this spot at some point and like recognize him i was like okay i recognized beanie his mask he had a mask and like um and his like leather jacket looking thing and i was like okay i'll recognize him right so i take my keys i rush downstairs and i start i sprint towards like elephant and castle station and um i fucking see him out of the corner of my eye i stopped i stopped sprinting and this is super sketchy because i just stopped sprinting turned around and just started following this guy very terminator so, vibes yeah it was kind of weird because i i'm sort of got i noticed one guy look at me like the fuck is this but you're on you're a man on a mission so you can't really i was like i know i'm in the right here like i'm the one who's trying to get my my shit back right yeah so i i walk behind him just trying to like confirm to myself okay that is the guy before i from the guy just i just want to say from the dude's perspective who just saw you turn like in his life story you're an antagonist and somebody else is like Like, like, you're the villain (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) you've got a villain (laughs) storyline definitely because like basically all this this guy sees is that i like walk behind this guy for like five seconds until i get get up close to him and just like bump him on the shoulder like like a nice tap a manly a manly bump no adi like a way yeah exactly like like i'm a i'm here you know like i'm here and he like turns stops and i'm like yo dude you're gonna give me you're gonna give me my phone and then he looks at me and kind kind of like tries to play it off like he doesn't know what the fuck is happening. He puts out his hand to shake my hand, and I'm like, dude, like I know who you are. Like, just give me stop my phone fucking back. around. This isn't going anywhere. Just give me my phone back. And then he just kind of looks at me, shrugs, and I kind of like, well, I mean, fair enough, honestly. And just takes out his phone, takes out my phone from his jacket pocket, and just gives it back to me. <laughs> you gotta and respect that, dude. Honestly, I went back home with my phone. I had my phone stolen for like five minutes, like a winner. You came back like, like a winner. <laughs> I'm telling you, that story was not gonna end fucking there, bro. I was so happy about that. But yeah, don't fuck with strangers. Right now, I already said this whole thing about like not wanting to interact with homeless people. And now in front of my own building, my own building, the building that I live in. Um, in your own territory. Sto- in my, yeah, my turf. Bro. In your this yards. Dude, yeah, bro. Like, fucking, this is where I piss, bro. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that's kind of weird. But kind like, of a dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where I was at. But it's still weird. But like, um, like allow dude, it. we in allow front, it here. In front of the door. Dude stole my phone in honestly like props to like how slick it was, but I'm like so. But pissed. in retrospect, like not slick. Oh yeah, no, no. In, in no, retrospect, in, that's in the retrospect, thing. like I recognize everything he did. I was like, oh, that's all, I, that's all that and an act and whatever. I can see it now, you know. But like as you're in it, holy shit, was I fucking blind, bro? It's kind of it's kind of like um, uh, I don't I, I don't know if the analogy would be right for here, but um, you know like uh those mystery, thriller kind of movies. Where you don't know who done it. Yeah. If you figure out who done it early on, it's so not slick. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's so not slick. You kind of figure it like, like you, you know, you're seeing every single move they're doing. So like in retrospect, you're looking at the dude and you're like, that was such a not that that was like a dumb move on my part, not a slick move on his part. Yeah. 
but like, on the spot you're like what a genius yeah dude <laughs> he got me he oh, got me good i'm telling you it was really like it was slapstick when i like went to put my <laughs> earphones in and the the thing was just dangling out of nowhere no phone dude, but could I you imagine you. In, in that guy's mind he's like i'm high as shit dude <laughs> there's this guy here next to me he seems nice fuck it i'm a cop his phone <laughs> <laughs> like what's the thought process where he was like I'm I, no I'm 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 committing a theft here. <laughs> I'm committing a felony. Dude, I, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> like know. what what clicked in his mind? Do you know what I mean? What <laughs> what point was him. he? At what point did he decide? Yeah, fuck it. I'm stealing his phone. It's too. Man, but like my guy was from the moment he spotted you, or did he come? No, no. I'm pretty, like I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure this dude was like posted up at that spot waiting for someone. Because I'm pretty sure like I'm stealing a right phone tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, cause he knew what he what he was doing, man. But like, yeah, pretty much. Got my phone stolen, and I honestly wouldn't be fucking telling this story if, like, I didn't well, get it sure, back. For sure, for sure. I'd be so fucking pissed. But thank God I have this piece of shit phone, man. Dropped it the first day I got it, but I cherish it now, bro. Now you kind of, now, now you kind of feel um, oh, what was that? What's that? What's that thing? You oh, don't you know how much you uh, you like, you need like, or like something until you, until lose, you it. lose it, bro. Now you're cherishing the hell out of that. Yeah, phone. bro, <laughs> for sure. And also, also, it's one of those things. It's so, it's so unslick lose a phone because it's so important right. you can't lose a phone i'd rather lose honestly a couple of I, i'd rather lose money than lose i'd rather my phone. lose my wallet man eh, the wallet i don't know just because of it's gonna be such a hassle to you yeah, know because we're so, we're so international so we have like different ids in different countries sure it would be such a, a hassle to actually do the i like okay, if i lose my brp i lose my brp Okay, yeah, I can ask for a new one. But then if I lose my Emirates ID, my sure, Tunisian but why ID, do you have those in your wallet anyway. Of course, I have them in my wallet. That's why. That's why I recommend that nobody should. And I've tried to explain this to my dad for a while now. And I'm every time I tell him, bro, you should never go out with a wallet. You only need three or four things anyway. For me, for me, for example, because I wear um, uh, pretty fucking tight jeans. Whoa, whoa! Like they can't steal it from the front pocket. And I just put three cards. I put my tube card, I put my ID, and I put my, my BRP because... But dude, you walk around with loose and, cards. No, no, no. And my debit card. Those are the only things I go through, only three things I go out with. So they can't steal it. A wallet is so much more easy to steal. Yeah, I get that. Whereas Fine. if you put it in your front pocket, nobody's going to slide... Unless you're wearing baggy jeans, nobody's going to slide a hand in your front pocket. Sure. And, you know, steal three cards it's gonna be very difficult for that to happen and that's what i'm saying it's so much safer dude loose cards still like loose cards aren't safer than anything that doesn't make any absolutely sense. not true like at least if you're gonna put them in a pocket that like has a zipper on it or like a button or a clip or something bro if you wear any kind of jeans that are not baggy you put them in your front pocket yeah, and no, i guarantee I you nobody tight, would steal. But like still like i don't know maybe that's Listen, so I've never, I've never, got, I've never now, lost a card or slits. anything significant in London. But I know my sister always goes out with her wallet, and she lost the entire thing, all her IDs, her card, everything. Okay, yeah, at and one it's time, you mean. Hmm? at one time. Yeah, yeah, okay. one time. They they just stole her wallet. Okay. By the way, the way she got mugged, man, that's too funny. Like how how could you leave? She like she was wearing a a huge uh, coat. Yeah. She was sitting in a coffee place by the the street right mm. she put the um, the coat over the the chair where she was like okay yeah sure. so, so she put it over the chair and she put the wallet in the um, coat's pocket oh. so obviously a dude passes by Chocolate. takes the 
so he doesn't even need like there's no physical contact because mm. she's not wearing it it's on yeah. the chair so anybody that moves by can can like passes by the place can pick it up super easy dumb. and so she got played big time and i'm like man that's so dumb that's such a way like if i'm if i'm if i'm losing my cards i'm not going down without a fight <laughs> i'm absolutely not. not like i'm not in, taking in most an easy situations L. you get played and you, you can't do anything but about you don't want to take an l when it comes to him mugging yeah no, at least I like it's that, like i'm like, gonna get a bloody nose this before like don't don't mama didn't raise no bitch <laughs> not that part not yeah that part. which you should give him whatever you got yeah give him whatever you got but also part of you feels like yes of course a part of you like a part of me when i went to confront this guy i really wasn't thinking so i was like this is going to be a safe situation i know i'm going to like find him on a main road or but whatever. on the off chance It'll that he fine. wants to take but, like this i was physical i was so ready to like throw him like i was like i sized him up from the moment i saw him i was like i i could i can fuck him I, up I, I could fight that's this such guy. A, like I that's such a fight, that's such an important that's such an important thing when it comes to like those kinds of uh, off the record interactions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, you, you know, because <laughs> no, 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 because a lot of it is you know there are there are dumb things that happen in life that you're not gonna it's gonna get physical or it's gonna get bad, but it's never gonna get reported to the police, right? Because it's sure, nothing yeah. that, for example, getting into a fist fight at a club, right? Those are the things you don't. It doesn't. You don't make it to the police, right? You just get kicked out. Sure. In those interactions I that you know I they're going to be know. broken apart very fast, uh-huh. you still think, okay, how much damage can I put to this guy as fast <laughs> as possible? That's Yeah, that's what I was So that's why you always saying. go for the headbutt. <laughs> yes. Recently, I saw a head... No, I didn't lose anything. But I saw a headbutt recently, and I was like, yeah, that seems like the best way to just when you do a confront, lot of damage. Ladies and gentlemen, when you want to confront somebody in the street, you're, a, you're in front of McDonald's, this guy is talking shit, you immediately go for the headbutt. That's that's the easiest yeah, way. Yeah, like the whole Don't go is... for the like, you know, push him. Now, if you push him a little bit, now they're in a good stance to absolutely knock the shit out of you. Just headbutt them mm. first and then whatever, improvise, man. Yeah, yeah like, you want to like disorient them. Basically like an like in an argument, you want to just go for confuse. Like that's just the move. <laughs> if you cannot convince confuse. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Like that's the play even with strangers. But like that's the play even with your girlfriend, to be honest. Man. I think I th- Gaslighting 101. Yeah, gaslighting 101. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if you can't exactly. convince her that you, that's she was yeah, wrong, you yeah. gotta confuse her. See, okay, see, I'm just gonna say one this thing. Same, this is same Valentine's. Well, this is Valentine's Day. Yes. this is the Valentine's Day podcast. I will be um, talk about relationship shit, bro. Sure, uh, no, we'll talk about advice, gaslighting. Man. Talk about gas. Ta- no, you've already talked about gaslighting. We've heard this before, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is, I want to make it the toxic episode. My anyway, Lord. let's let's make, let's look. Sure. But yeah, you want to size it when Wait, you size a dude. Sure, let's give it a minute because we need to take brownies out of it. Okay, yeah. Sure. All right, um, back into it. And I let's just get into the whole Valentine's Day vibe. Um, I just want to say I've never appreciated Valentine's Day ever since I was a kid because there's always been something off of the whole Cupid thing, right? Because it was always some guy or some girl. <laughs> it was always some guy or some girl very trying woke, to get with someone. Very fucking woke. <laughs> trying to get with someone without their consent. It was like, I dig that person and they don't want to be with me. Cupid, what oh, can Cupid. I do? To make will them, you, <laughs> will you make this person want to bang? Will you just like yeet a fucking arrow in their heart? Dude, such a weird, <laughs> such a weird fucking. Very thing. aggressive vibes. Yeah, 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 man. Same thing like about magic potions and shit like that. Like I know love kids, potions. Like, yes, love. Oh shit, magic potions, love potions, like Harry Potter and that kind of thing. Like seriously, like growing up as Charms. a kid, you, you wished that shit was true, but like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, bro. Normalize. The fact that Cupid is absolutely a weapon against consent. Yeah, bro. Big facts. I think uh, Valentine's Day is in two days. 
Let's let's switch it up for real. Let's be a bit woker. Yeah, 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 for real. Like, what, like the only person you should be hanging out with on Valentine's Day is yourself. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Self love, self love, and positivity. <laughs> By the way, positivity is such a bullshit, bullshit thing. <laughs> the whole, no, sorry, about? not positive. Positivity. Yeah, positive. First positive of all, thinking, yeah, I, I mean, first of all, thinking. positivity. Yes, I I think it's bullshit. My Instagram uh, bio is advocate for self hate. Sure, I sure. Believe in it. Yeah, big yeah. time. But also, yeah, I mean, self love is self love is such a trend in everybody's life. Like it, it's such a phase in everybody's life. The yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I've, I've been on the self love thing for like a year and a half now. It's been kind of great. Nah, nah, that for you, it's called an ego trip. Yeah, it's been an ego trip for like half of that time. At first, it was the. <laughs> at first, Bro. it was the what? What's up? I was just gonna make. Oh my god! No, nah, never mind. Never mind. What do you mean? No, never mind. I was just going to say something dumb. Okay, oh, go okay, ahead. fair enough. At first, it was the, uh, you know, oh, I got to tone it down, think about myself for a minute here, you know, reflection vibes, you know. That that took, like, a couple months, six of them or some shit, you know. And then you got the self-love, oh, I feel confident and shit, and then you get the ego trip. Mm. You listen to Follow God great. one time, <laughs> <laughs> and then you think you came up with, like, a, a life-changing persona, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, bro. Yeah, You start ego, walking ego, and think you're sure. fucking awesome. And that's the thing. Which, by the way, is great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Great I character know, development. Definitely. I love but it too, also, but it is... it. Bro, people use self-love as an excuse to just be absolutely on an ego trip. Facts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, like, uses the whole, oh, it's quest to, like, love myself. No, it's not. It's just you really feel good about yourself. Or you feel bad, so you want to make it seem like you feel great. All right, um, wait, wait. I just want to say one thing. I'm realizing where you're going with this. Or at least, like, hating on self-love for a second here. I just want to say. The formula? No, what the, What are you talking about the formula here? I don't about know. About how the... you can exploit self-love. Oh, God, don't. Don't go there. Yeah. Don't, don't do this that. This is Valentine's man. Day, bro. I know it's Valentine's got... Day, but, like, just hold it, hold it for a minute. Just hold it for a minute, man. It's fine. Um, I was I'm just going to say, like, self-love and whatever. Um, that sounded super sus, by the way. What? Just hold it for a minute. Yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say... Um, Self-love, self-love, all for it, you know? Like, just recognize how far you're taking it. And, like, at some point, I feel like you just lose, you drop responsibility. Like, that's a thing that's that can happen when you indulge too much in the self You think you're thing. so great that you just, it cannot be your fault. You lose self-awareness, you oh, know? Oh, for sure. Like, how you used to blame, you used to always blame yourself before, and then people went, oh, no, you shouldn't always blame yourself for problems. Now maybe you're blaming you, everybody maybe, except yourself. Exactly. Maybe you should start blaming other people. <laughs> maybe you should start blaming yourself. Facts, man, man. I swear to like, God, seriously. like, honestly, uh, man, I know, okay, it is, it is, again, the Valentine's Day episode, so I just, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, bro, okay, I got into a relationship, my longest relationship, Okay, yeah. started with the whole self-love quest. Like everybody, okay, okay. When it comes to loving someone, everybody thinks this is it's a redemption arc. Okay, yes. it's either your role to redeem them and make them understand how great they are, or it's their role to do the same to you. Okay, it's one of them, but everything everybody thinks they're the great savior in a relationship. Big facts. Yeah, yeah. we know that's, that's unfortunately true. that's true. Okay. In my relationship, early on in that relationship, I kind of had that savior. Sorry, phone call. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm just in that the popular. Stool, bro, no phones in the stool. Uh, come on, man. Anyway, so, so let me get back and spit bars. So, I was saying, um, yes, sir, tell me. what bar was I spitting? I don't know. What heat? Yes, so when I started my relationship, I, I kind of had that whole savior energy. Yeah, sure. Like, this girl is 
amazing. Mm-hmm. I think she is amazing. That's she the, doesn't know it yet. I see something in you that, like, yeah, sure, sure. Which is, like I said, the really the underlying storyline behind every relationship. That's that some one of them thinks is meaningful, right? This is not fucking around. It's all about like I'm trying to better this person by yeah. making them aware of how awesome they are. Sure. Not actually putting in any work to make them better. Just telling them, yeah, bro, you're <laughs> actually bull- great. <laughs> that's that's kind of bullshit, man. That's kind of bullshit. Like you'll put in effort, but like yeah, yeah. most of it. A but lot most of, it, of the effort no, is not about actually making them better. It's about making them think that they. No, but like a lot, a lot of it. Not has as to, bad as like a lot of are. it has to be talk because you're not supposed to make that effort for them. Yeah, exactly. But like, this you is you, there. No relationship will ever go through that whole um, rocky vibe of like I'm gonna wake you up at four in the morning. Let's go on a run. Sure. Let's better ourselves. No, it's just. I'm gonna wake you up and tell you how great you are, and that's about it. That's my <laughs> that's my output in the Dude, relationship. Honestly, I, I wish I had some. And girls will like, think that's called being supportive. Oh my god. I mean, Played. I mean, hey, anyway, just different strokes, different strokes. Yes, yes, uh, kind of sus again. But anyway, I just want to get back to yeah. I played the whole savior vibe mm. early on, and then at some point, I think she started thinking, "Damn, he must be right. I'm awesome, hella awesome." And then some other Ooh. dudes start telling her she's hella awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and. At some point, I swear to God, I kind of felt like gaslighting for a minute. Like, you know, for a long time, I always keep saying how not everything is your fault. Maybe, maybe you might have just, maybe it is your fault sometimes, you know? Like, sometimes, even just <laughs> fucking piss Bro, me off. You're just dissing your ex right now. What's up? Bro? Oh, man. You okay? Uh, this is the two. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to be doing this on the podcast. What's up, bro? No, I'm not dissing her. I'm just saying that it is an underlying storyline. And the whole, like, save or be saved. I feel And that. sometimes, through that quest for, like, oh, uh, I'm being saved. And then you embark on the whole self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Self-love journey on your own. Yeah, exactly. You love, go for it. When yeah. you couple both of them, bro, by the end of the relationship, they actually think they're God. Like, chill for a minute. Okay? Sometimes it is your fault. Sure. And uh, you're not immune to criticism. Okay? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, fuck it. I feel that. I wanted to say about every um, relationship is like that. Yeah, I wanted to say another another type of relationship that's just like that is um, when the savior thing goes both ways. Um, where both people are like, okay, this is <laughs> this is kind of the basis for a healthy relationship, right? But it's it also the like, basis for the most painful breakup you'll ever have in your life. Yeah, probably. Like, like that, that one's gonna ever get in a relationship. You think Oof, that one's gonna sting if it ends. Yeah, man. I've had that once, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go yeah ahead. okay, fine. What was I saying? Get me on something else. You were saying about like the two helping each other. Right, out. right, right. When it's like, um, it goes both ways. Um, that's like that's like the ba- yeah, it's the basis for a healthy relationship. You know, it's like it should be. It's like people are gonna be like encouraging each other while recognizing recognizing how great the other is and how, how much they want to be together and, and what they need to change and grow and and everything. You know, it's, it's like, got on paper perfect. Yeah, on paper, th- that's what you're looking for, right? But like, when th- the problem is, I think is, um, I, I mean, we're, we're we're what 22, we're turning 23 this year. Yeah, we're we're still young that we haven't like lived a uh, another type of relationship that we're gonna be living when we're like 26 or 20, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? I'm saying about like relationships that we've lived so far. The savior thing, it is persistent. Like like it's I've, always gonna I've say if, if you started so with relationships, this, right? If, and it's it's like it's very prevalent in like our age group and younger than our age group. I think you're like we're pretty much done with it. Because everybody, bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's that's because such a narrative. Bat when in your like your formative years, everybody wants to romanticize having baggage. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So everybody 
just if you romanticize the baggage you've got you you're gonna talk about how you got some and there's always gonna be the person who's interested in you who's, who's like gonna listen. let me lift that baggage for man, you I which come on man like ugh, <clears throat> i get it i get it on paper could be the basis of a great relationship but also it very much feels like damsel in distress depending you can flip the gender but yeah, it's no, the, the same damsel, energy exactly, it's the damsel in distress the thing. it's like it's like up, no that's bro kind of relationships that like that's how we thought like even fucking bro damsel in distress i'm gonna make shit. the like dumbest us being bread makers whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna make such a dumb segue but speaking of disney princes like even fucking um even disney princesses like uh as of recently it's become more of a i'm independent oh, kind of vibe yeah. like Since, there's uh, no Moana, the whole i think or mm-hmm. maybe maybe Frozen even since Frozen really Frozen Moana yeah. they did that hell yeah Mulan like, for a bit Mul- uh, yeah but that's but an old like, one old but like still she did get in like a romantic relationship which I think in like Frozen and in Moana she doesn't yeah I think that's the you know but but thing. but regardless of whether she gets into one or not it's sure sure it's, it's not the it's main storyline yeah, yeah. right exactly. like it's it's about being independent like yeah. at some point we gotta knock it off fuck that stereotype and it goes both ways like i said when it comes to it, the it's really in thing? yeah yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. the dams in distress more often than not is the guy because like yeah dude the fuck boy with baggage because man this is super old school super gives me super 50s vibes yeah saying but i don't think it's true and it's so corny, but I don't know where I heard it. It was like, yeah, every guy wants a good girl to go bad just for him, and every girl wants a bad guy, to, a bad boy to go good I've, just for I've her. I've probably read that before. And it's like, man, get the fuck out of here! Like, why? What? What is this healer bullshit? That's some real Tumblr shit right there. Oh I my mean, god! Yeah, yeah. Real eyes, real eyes, real lies. <laughs> <laughs> she believed he lied. What? Man, fuck Billie Eilish and Thirteen Reasons Why <laughs> for bringing back this energy. I thought we were done with it after. Oh, yeah, no, I, w- I'm, I haven't been a fan of this whole. I mean, it's it's come at the same time of a big mental health vibe at the same time. So like I've like re- recently, have we already talked about we're not really strangers? Maybe have we ever mentioned this or something? I don't know if we are. I don't know if we mentioned it previously, but I, I don't. I'm not sure. But, like, but bas- yeah, I think everybody's aware of what. Yeah, what at, it is, at this, this point, it's like big enough that like people are aware of like what it is or they get what vibe it is. It's that like woke deep animoia kind of vibe animoia dictionary, dictionary of obscure sorrows type energy exactly you know it's like questions that like go from like one to four levels of like how deep they are how are you get, <laughs> really how are you really you know like that kind of <laughs> shit, you know? Fuck like, that uh, shit. <laughs> like write write your biggest flaw on a card and hand it to the person in front of you both look at it and rip it like all right bro i i feel you i feel you by the way uh what was, what was too hot to handle yeah. do, you, do you remember in that thing where they like wrote their insecurities on on their body nah. <laughs> the dudes had to write their insecurities on their body and then they started like bro facts by the way like, by the way i, I got into that show just spot. for francesca farrago i feel that's, i feel, that's the I feel. only reason honestly like i was gonna get into the show because like i thought like okay hot people like love island sure that's the next thing that netflix is gonna be doing like sure that's my type of content you know yeah. uh definitely make missing love island by the way makeshift love island that's what to yeah. handle can which by the way definitely disappointed absolutely like and by the way francesca farrago man if there is one person i hate on social media now it's her oh my god (laughs) nobody's milked the whole harry dump me like does she still say that man now bro bro that dude turned her off men in general now she's playing the whole lesbian card like oh dude you should only date women what do you mean playing the lesbian card she's she's okay so she came out came out as bi i think yeah in in the after the show something like that but she was complete, like she was fine dating Harry and everything, and it was cool. And the second she dumped him, mm. she started posting a lot of man hating stuff on Twitter and Insta. Men okay. are trash. Yeah. Men ain't shit. Blah blah blah. 
always hang out with my girl. You should only date women. And then the minute she got with a girl, bro, she's just started like absolutely milking it for thirst trap kind of content. Like oh, she's basically yeah. baiting 13 year old straight dudes oh, to look fine. into like two hot lesbians. Bro, come on, man. I That's one thing I hate. That's one thing I Why? fucking hate because you know what? If if people are gonna be into LGBT rights, yeah. bro, defend them for humanity. Don't fucking fetishize it. Now I can't I can't stand it. I, like for example, there's this line I always used to hate back in the days. Like, oh, you'd ask a guy, would you let your girl uh, get with another dude? He's like, no, dude, that's cheating. And you're like, would you oh, let yeah. her get with another girl? He's like, damn, I wish I could join. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, man. Treat everybody as equal. Cheating is cheating. If my girl hooks up with another dude, it's not supposed to be rile me up. Uh, with another girl, it's not supposed to rile me up. I'm supposed to be like, what the fuck, dude? That's but cheating. L- look, look, look. I just, I, I you that, get that's, it. That's, I, I don't like, I don't like the the sexual sexual sexualization of it. You know, of, it's like of what girl on girl action. Yeah, dude. It's for, always, for, it's for straight white thing. dudes, it's always been a thing. Yeah, I get it. And like it's always that's why be... like Pornhub released their uh, <laughs> their, their most uh, cl- searched thing and lesbian was on so many countries like what at the top of the Pornhub search oh, bar but like what countries uh, I think uh, France the U S France um, that makes <laughs> I forgot what else. I think Italy they got like they got lesbian nice. as cool. their number one cool, thing cool, cool, sure. and it's like come on man. That makes. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Like in an analytic like sense, some... yes, it makes sense. You don't. You'd rather see an extra girl than a dick for for a straight dude, sure. But like, still, pisses me off because it's it's it, it's so counterproductive to what people are uh, w- should do, which yeah, is no, like I treat know. everybody as equal. I know, I right? know. But like, sexualizing like two chicks is like, it's a thing that you got to see in like. N- normal types of media but that's such still. a 13 year old kind of I know, bait I know. right it's like, like if you're if, when you... deciphering type of bait you know? oh my god man what <laughs> no facts i agree with you but that's yeah. the thing megan fox back in the day we were 13 like back exactly then. when jennifer's body came out i'm pretty sure like i'd see that poster i was like 14 or some shit maybe and like Toronto like, 3D, yeah, that, the that makeout totally scene. appealed to like my entire age group the first time i was aware of like i'm the target audience i was like yeah that's the movie and it just i'm saying i'm saying right now since we're trying to be a bit more woke it just i don't know I think it's counterproductive. It's counterintuitive for what everybody's trying to fight for, right? Sure. And if you're going to commit to a bit, <laughs> not in that sense. <laughs> but if you're <laughs> not, okay, poorly phrased. It's fine. It's fine. If you're going to commit to a social change, you, I mean, you go all in, right? Sure. You shouldn't not like. <laughs> Extremism, bro, is also a thing. I've been watching Attack on Titan. Yes. Oh my God. I'm such a dork. I'm such a dweeb. <laughs> Come on. But uh, yeah, I I, I want to go get go into go. This. Yeah. So yeah, I've been watching Attack on Titan. Um, everybody watches this anime now. It's really popular. So I think it's uh, I think it's actually charting amazing numbers, like number one uh, right now because the season is underway, the mm. final season. Anime yeah. has charts. Like yeah, yeah, but okay. like not in the. So One Piece generally dominates every month in terms of mangas, but this is like one of the few times that another m- manga is actually mm. being number one. Mm. And it's Attack on Titan because this is the final season. And bro, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, it's it's four, actually five seasons. And I love how it turned from it turned from something everybody kind of like fucks with. Oh, super trippy sci-fi vibe yeah. into basically a fascist storyline oh, it's World so War II. it's it's a world war ii vibe i'm not gonna spoil i'm not gonna like soldiers marching in in unison and stuff the bro the uniforms int- oh my god and i <laughs> and i get 
and there's an argument I've seen on TikTok so many times, and it's so true. It's like some girls would be like, "Oh, I don't watch anime; it's weird." But then indulge in Riverdale. What the fuck? Like, come on, man! What like, you're telling me Attack on Titan bro. is worse than hearing Archie say, "You haven't experienced the epic highs and lows <laughs> of high school football." <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Honestly, get the fuck out of here lines, bro. Riverdale is so worth watching don't, don't this okay I'm not gonna get into Riverdale slander for yeah, sure yeah, for don't, sure don't. but I just wanna get yeah so just rewatching, <laughs> like rewatching the first three seasons of uh, Attack on Titan just to get back into into the up, just to get to, to be up to date because mm-hmm. I have I dropped it in 2013 2014 yeah so I have to you know get back into that major dweeb and dorky vibes but to be honest, the dorkness, the dorkiness started about a month ago, right after I finished my exams. Yeah. I downloaded a PSP emulator on my MacBook to play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I've seen oh this. my god, man. <laughs> I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh for so much. And I honestly what zero pussy does to the, to the <laughs> motherfucker. Tell me you're a virgin without telling me you're actually a virgin. Bro, watch a dude play Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, you put that up on your Twitter, right? Absolutely, right. because it's facts. Bro, imagine, I actually watched a history of the Yu-Gi-Oh meta as if I'll ever <laughs> watch a Yu-Gi-Oh championship. Could you imagine? Mm. I summon blue eyes, white dragon. That's <laughs> You've never touched a woman. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I mean, Bro, really, summon really... some... <laughs> Summon some pussy, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like for real? Okay, I get it. I get like I I indulge in this content now. I fucking love it, but it's so fucking dorky. Card games, man. Oh fuck! I I fuck with it now. I really fuck with card games. If we had a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I knew how to play the game, I'd like to play. Oh the game. my god! Like that's just cool. It's a cool I just, vibe. I just I, I one thing pisses me off about the fact that I was born in 1998 specifically because I wish I was either I wish I was born just a little bit later like five years like 2003 vibe why I'm glad you asked uh because (laughs) (laughs) because when I was a kid I was so into those those games Uh I was into the Dragon Ball the Naruto yeah the Yu-Gi-Oh, especially Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon, Jesus, mm. like I've fucking milked that content. And Pokemon back in the fun, day, yeah. 2010, 2011, as a 12, 13 year old, being a geek was a bad thing. It was not cool. Okay, look, you were a dork. Wait, no, I just want to say one thing. Like, sure, it wasn't a cool thing, but every dude knew that all the other dudes game too. Yeah, so it was like fine. Yeah, yeah, but sure, for sure. But like, it wasn't cool. It wasn't like cool. Like, but if, but if, today. like, if if your main topic of conversation was Call of Duty Black Ops, oh, yeah, get the, you weren't yeah, talking to yeah, any yeah. girl, yeah. right? And by the way, Fuck. the only I um, try not to believe in social hierarchies in the real world, but back in middle school, <laughs> yes, there is a social hierarchy for sure. Absolutely. And the kids are ruthless about it. By the way, like seriously. Yeah. Oh man, baggage. Heavy Meet baggage. Meet people, kids, man. Jesus. Not even. Not even. They're teens, so not teens. aware. Like eight year olds are. Yeah, no, no, but like I'm saying, like kids will say the meanest shit, like they because they have no filter. 13, 14 year olds are yeah, the harshest because they're trying to hurt. That's the they're, they're trying like, to hurt. They're just now smart enough to like. They be just able to felt it people. for the first time. I was like, ooh, they're like, ooh, ooh look, that, like that feeling of power. I just, I got just from, said like, something to him, and now he's crying. Ooh, damn, that's damn, nice. Let me do it again. Fuck, super toxic. Toxic as fuck, bro. Seriously, like. But anyway, so Bad yeah, that you get into relationships in high school at your worst time, <laughs> at your worst points, bro. Man, for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's like because you're oh. in bad places that you get in like bad relationships. I wouldn't even call my. It's just, bro. We share so much gabbage, uh, gabbage, wow, baggage. That's 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 <laughs> how that's 
that's such an overplayed line of uh, we got so much in common, but we got so much of the bad shit in common. So let's get together. That's yeah, the high school. That's like, the high school norm. It's like yeah, social you identify with anything. Social outcast. Like, yeah. They start dating. Anything that's skater like, meets skater. Like it's. Just, <laughs> Yeah, skaters. It's any coming of age story, bro. Exactly, like, for sure, for yeah. sure. But anyway, also wanted... even if it isn't, you try and make it a coming of age story, bro. I'm telling you, you're, you're romanticized. Okay, man, man, I was telling this about. Uh, I was telling this to a girl recently about something. She said, "Yeah, but um, it makes his charm or whatever." Right? She said in French, "Ça fait son charme." It just okay. that's what makes him like more attractive or something. I don't know. Mm. And I was like, "Bro, there's actually no such thing as charm. I think it's all cap. It's just okay. people trying to justify." why they have a crush on a human being and so they romanticize everything about them at the end of the day we all shit the same okay there's no such thing as oh bro this person is just they've got an aura about them get the fuck out of here all cap and as kids you're so fucking prone to making those yeah no, as kids you look like... at someone and you just like mystify them it's like oh my god she's just like the most delicate human being ever no bro no because five years later you look at her and you're like yeah okay she bad but that's it like She's that's, or she's a cool person or whatever. I don't care, but like you're not gonna look at her like she. You're not gonna hold her on the same pedestal as when you're a kid because you love romanticizing everything. Yeah, but like I don't know. Re- also, looking at re- relationships in retrospect is also like a different thing that you can do in like different ways. Like I don't know. I look at all my relationships with like, I mean, you you romanticize them while you entangle ones. To be honest. Oh my god! <laughs> Didn't mean much. <laughs> don't I'm kidding, I'm bro, kidding. Really not not putting your chances. I'm kidding. Way low, but that's cool. That's cool. Oh, you, anyway, you were um, saying. What was I saying? Saying something about relationships. Oh right. Um, I. You look back at your. Oh right. I I look in retrospect when I look back at my relationships. Like um, since I used you used to romantic really romanticize and like mystify these people while you're dating them. Like I go back and like with retrospect, kind of just look at the good stuff. Like you get the little moments where you remember a fucking terrible story and you're like, yeah, pissed. And you rant about it. Yeah. But, like, in retrospect, like, the things you want to take away aren't isn't going to be the bad stuff most of the time. You kind of just want to, like, it really move depends. on with what it you really can. Depends. It really depends the on, the, any, like, on the breakup. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Like, there, if there's nothing to take away from I've gone over. I've gone over a cheating situation once because, like, the breakup wasn't even that bad. And another one was much less um, peaceful, I suppose. Peaceful? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't make... Like, not peaceful as in, like, we got into a fight, as in, like, I didn't make peace with it for way after. So every time I remembered that person's name, yeah, I was like, man, I wish I could just, like, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Like, I, I, I wanted to strangle them. To this that. was... Like, this I didn't remember... <laughs> I only remembered the bad shit. I didn't remember any good shit. Oh, like, yeah. oh, remember her... Man, the most perfect scene, the most all-encompassing scene when it comes to relationships is from this... It's from 500 Days of Summer, and there's this scene where he's like, I love her smile, blah, blah, blah. I love mm-hmm. her face, her, the way she does things, the way she eats. Anyway, he's like, starts citing so many things, and then at some point in the movie, when he's so, like, he's, he, he they just broken up, the same scene, but he says, I fucking hate this about her. I, I hate her face. I hate her smile. I hate her. And it's the same, and it's so factual. Everything yep. you like, depending on a bad breakup, you're going to hate it just as much, equally. Oh, like, she's so quirky, so dorky, like, the way she does things. Mm. You're gonna see that same way she laughs, and you're gonna fucking hate that no- that that voice bitch. You're gonna be like, "Come on," and, and then okay, you get over it at some <laughs> point. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, on a bad breakup, that will happen. You will absolutely sure. hate everything that made that made you like him in the first place. Anyway, that's all to say. I fucking miss my ex. Please, <laughs> baby, take me back. 
Okay, let's do Valentine's for once. Anyway, um, you wish, bro. So I just want to get back to a previous point about the dorkiness and why I wish I was born in two thousand and three. Right. Why? Back in the day, like when yeah, when there was a social hierarchy, yeah. when when people knew where they should be. <laughs> wow. Back when, back when the world had order and stability. Oh my God. Back when Bush was still president, nobody fucked with people who gamed. Like it was. You were a nerd. If you if you played card games, mm. then as like as soon as Modern Warfare, Black Ops became a thing, like playing on a console, having an Xbox was like it was fine. Yeah. But the card games were never fine. The Nintendo was never fine. The 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 Game Boy was never cool to have any of those. So when I was playing card games back in the day, like oh my god, that's the designated nerd. But then five years later, being a nerd became trendy, right? Because like, oh my God, everybody's like, I have social anxiety, I have no friends, I have depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Everyone. right? All these kids thinking it's cool and now all the kids want to hang out with the nerds, right? Because this guy is a Twitch mod or this guy is a Reddit <laughs> dude or like, sure, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. dude streams and you're yeah. like, bro, look at fucking Ninja. Six years ago and you're like, nobody wants to, nobody wants to talk to Richard <laughs> Dick Blevins. Okay? I mean, what are we Who trying to do right here, bro? On Fortnite. Right, but I'm saying, but now it's fucking cool, right? Sure. Bro, think about it this way. Imagine esports 10 years ago, yeah, how nah, people would feel yeah, about it. It's like you're the dorkiest of dorks, right? Yeah, now I think it's like a feasible thing. You could look at your dad and say, and I want to be a professional gamer. you know we have gamer. to thank for that, by the way? Yeah. There's one man on this planet we have to thank for making gaming cool. Our and cities. Hmm? Nothing. Keep going. It's Doug sensor <laughs> face sensor okay face for the sensor. people who don't know who face sensor is you all know who yanet garcia is okay ah, okay yanet garcia is the uh mexican i don't really know who face sensor is you don't need to okay. but he yanet garcia is the uh she's the she was the meteorologist the, 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 the yeah the weather mexican girl the mexican weather girl, weather girl. Right? that's how they tagged her right yeah. everybody like mexican weather girl right? i say it as if i'm like woke you know <laughs> like yeah that's exactly what it was yo she was like yeah like every time she would turn around to talk about like, I don't know, how Guadalajara is gonna be like super hot, bro. Nobody gives a I don't shit. Know, everybody, <laughs> like everybody's looking somewhere else, and everybody was down bad on this girl. Like she's one of the OG OG internet since uh, Instagram yeah, yeah, sensations. Her Jen Selter. Jen Selter. In, yeah, that's back in the day, right? Yeah. This yep. is pre Dan Bilzerian. OG booty days, bro. Okay. For real. Yes, that was like the. It brought. A, it didn't bring thickness back, but it started the yeah, whole yeah, fitness like, girl. Yeah, yeah, like because it was like squats. That yes, was, yes, squat just squat or something. I think that <laughs> squat was and wear like the most neon, pink. like leggings and yeah, yeah like that, yeah, Instagram twenty thirteen type. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. You're and so Yanet Garcia was dating a professional Call of Duty player. Yeah. Who was built by the way. He was mm. chiseled, right? Okay. And his name is Faze. He was from the Faze clan of yeah, of okay. virgins. And <laughs> back in the day, bro. back in the day. Phase was for nerds. Okay, if you knew a phase, if you if you knew what phase was, you were a nerd for sure. S sure. Anyway, and so Phase Doug Sensor uh, was dating Yanet Garcia, and so he was living what every thirteen-year-old prepubescent kid dreamt of back in the day, which is sure. like I'm a professional Call of Duty player, like mm. a game yeah. for a living, mm. and I'm bagging the baddest girl on the internet back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel and that. so everybody was like. Oh, maybe it's cool to game, right? And then it took off, and it's great. But I just I wish I was on that vibe. I wish like being good at Yu-Gi-Oh, 
was hot would. <laughs> back in the day. I mean, right now, Pokemon cards are coming back with, like, Logan Honestly, doing fucking thing. Logan Paul playing Pokemon Go and trolling everybody. He's like, dude, there's a Charizard here. And everybody, like, running around. <laughs> dude, that was a fucking, mess. I remember that. That was such a W for gaming. Yeah. Pokemon yeah. Go made it so cool for people to get into Pokemon, okay? Yeah, but that was a great time, dude. Everyone oh, got for into sure. Pokemon but Summer again, 2016 so is the greatest summer it's of all the, time. Really, it really, I mean, halfway It's been downhill me, ever like, since. Yeah, it really was the best summer ever, man. Yeah, bro. The year of 2016. Fire, bro. I'm not going to lie. It, it was perfect. But Dude, you know I'm, someone else who was like living out a childhood fantasy of ours, but just like ten years too late. Shia LaBeouf, MGK, bro, my guy, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, bro. Remember when Transformers Colson. came out the first time, and everyone remembers that shot of Megan Fox opening with the car, the, the, yeah, the, the hood, and I mean icon. You know, Megan Fox. We talked about her, her and Amanda Seyfried, Jennifer's body. She took over that time, and we must have been like. I don't know. Ten. It's, it was only on, there. Were, there were only two girls winning, like, like controlling the game back in the day. Yeah. It was just for a year. To me, <laughs> for a year, two thousand and six is the year of Jessica Alba. Oh, right? okay. I I was and I then was with the Jessica Alba thing, but to me it was like Angelina Jolie, and like Megan for me, Fox. For me, Angelina Jolie was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, but that's and then and then just then and then you watch Fantastic Four and you're like Jessica. Yeah, oh my god! Four. Oh, oh my god! Fantastic Four <laughs> one and two. Wow! Oh my bro, god! Unbelievable. Man. We're so movie. down bad guys for real. Yeah, terrible. But this but is like, but this is also this is just also this is just I'm talking about movies right now and going back to these memories is just cool anyway. This bro. is like this is, no, but this is movies. the story of a generation because every dude who yes, listens knows right? exactly. Right? So this is it. You know what's up. You remember and then 2009 Megan Fox Transformers, and you never look back. Yeah, yeah, that was it, right? And now the closest thing to Megan is like Madison Beer, I suppose. And it's like, and even then, it's a proxy for it. And and nah, it's not. It's not that. Doesn't it hit different? It hit different. Chasing the dragon, for real, for real. (laughs) It's really chasing the dragon. It's never gonna be the same. And like, um, yeah, it's downhill after that. It it was real like puberty times type of. We recognize this person as being like the person we saw in movies and whatever. We recognize her as the baddest in the game. Yeah, baddest in the game type of shit. And like, it's at that time, so it's like memorable. Story of a fucking generation right now. MGK is just hitting like all our childhood fantasies, and like he's just like for sure, <laughs> for real, living the high life. MGK is a whole fucking vibe. And today you're talking about um, who was the other person you were saying um, living a uh, face sensor? Doug. Oh, yeah, by the way, he Doug. broke up. Oh man, man, this is they where by break. the yeah. this is where by the way gaming took a big hit in terms of me. like the ratio of virgins to actual hot boys playing yeah. gaming. That's when Doug. Decided to break up with Yanet because it was unsustainable. He had to focus his on ga- his Call of Duty gaming? career. My guy, bro. Winner. <laughs> My guy. Winner mindset for sure, bro. He was on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Winner mindset to dump. Yanet. No, but no, yeah, I mean, for I'm sure. Ta- no, career I'm, aspirations. <laughs> it, it, just the aspirations man. part. But Driven like, man. Be, yeah. Really, I sure. work too hard. I mean, it, it's weakness. also like if you you can also frame it as like a dick move. Like I don't know, like you you dump someone because you're like, oh, I want to be great, and you're not gonna let me get there. Whiplash. Oh my god! Yeah, for sure, like, for sure. Fuck Miles Teller for that. Um, that, 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 that scene in the rest. <laughs> what? Fuck, What's fuck, wrong with that? I fuck. I fucking hate that scene. Anyway, fuck. yes, but yeah. So it took a big hit because like everybody, because again, every thirteen-year-old boy with a bit of hormones brewing was like, "Dude, you're seriously gonna take COD over Yanet Garcia?" <laughs> Yeah, dude, for sure, because it's not all about how much booty she got. Like, sometimes it's about how much you want to build with her, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, For bro. real. Sustainability Whoa. is all I'm looking for this year, bro. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm kind of the op- I'm like high combustion. How fast combustion? How, how much can I burn for as short of a time as possible? That's what I'm looking for in a relationship. Honestly, I am. I'm I am. not looking for like the, none of that. Like, let's build. No, I'm not. Really, I really want to build by myself. 
<laughs> yeah, actually, I, I was doing the whole thing because I was just going to say I'm fucking around because, like, <laughs> I'm not looking to build anything right now, man. Like, I wanted to say, okay, I don't think I'm not – I don't necessarily know exactly what you're like in a relationship. I know you as being my best friend, and I know Aww. as much as I know of your relationship as, as you'll tell you me. You know more than And her. I will hear, <laughs> right? You know more than that, that she did. <laughs> God, but, like, I mean, like, I, I haven't been there. Like, I haven't seen – the fights i haven't seen the inter- like i haven't whatever you know what yeah. i'm saying um fuck where was i going with this i have no idea but like you just said i was your best friend that's that's all oh, that, i mean valentine's oh, day valentine's you know self love positivity but like love love, love your, your homies love your homies for sure love thy neighbor <laughs> love thy neighbor for sure but yeah <laughs> fuck what was i going to say it doesn't matter uh, it's something about relationships and sustainability like you don't want to fucking you don't want to build now it's it's too it's too much of a hassle the world, the world is, man, the world is oh, down Oh, right, bad. right. I don't know what you've been like in relationships. Sorry, I'm interrupting, but yeah. I remembered. I don't know what you've been like in relationships, so I don't know what kind of like bad tendencies you tend to have in relationships. I do know some, but I don't know all of them, obviously, you know? Super egomaniac. Um, yeah, and you pro- you know some of mine, you probably don't know all of them either, you know? Like the people who've dated each of us know mm. some of these things, but not all of them, I guess, too. Um, of course, you. But I'm saying, like, look at it. Well, dude, Valentine's Day in two days. Stop. It's not that deep. No, Fuck no. Off. But I have, I have like such a deep dig. Like say when it, you say said, it. like, even some of the things they're not even aware of it. I'm like, yeah, do you remember that thing? Third face. Like, the third <laughs> face, like the three like, Japanese God, masks. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. It is a real thing, and that is. <laughs> but how there's one mask you show to everyone, one mask you show to the select you know, few, and one yeah. mask you show to nobody, and that's who you Whoa. really are. Whoa. Whoa, dude, that's like so deep. That's like a thought you have when you're 13. And, and then you see it online, thought. you get it validated, and you're like, oh, okay, sick. You recognize that, and you definitely think it's an original thought. Yeah. Um, but I was saying, just looking at Valentine's Day in two days, uh, you know, maybe good thing. Maybe we don't have, uh, maybe we haven't, like, washed out all these bad tendencies out of ourselves and aren't ready to be in, like, a relationship. That's definitely a fucking thing, you know? Everyone trying to get with people for Valentine's and whatever. Maybe it's not the I'm, time, man. I'm ready to love myself. Love mm-hmm. yourself self love masturbate the hell out of that ego and masturbate all oh, yeah yeah i mean nah, nah, come on come on self-love bro. yeah bro can we not can we not endorse that yeah no dude love yourself okay. love thyself uh, i was but talking it, about the jerking off bit oh come on man okay fine but yeah um i just want to get back to the whole um i really really fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh, man i just <laughs> I, it, it really pisses me off that i had to like ditched that part of my childhood for a while because it wasn't cool okay and i was you know like i, I was like everybody acknowledges this is dorky so i have to let it you know let it slide bro that game is so fucking cool and i watched the videos and i'm like such a virgin game but for man i'm so absolutely indulging in it like i want like i'm telling you i watched a 40 minute video about the Yu-Gi-Oh meta in 2002 mm. right and he was like yeah like La Jin, the mystical <laughs> mystical genie, was like the most OP card, right? Damn. I'm like, well, hell yeah, it, fuck, I fuck it, I fuck with La Jin. What that card do, bro? Bro, what that card do? <laughs> 1800 attack. Oof. It's just it's anime. Packing. Okay, this is a very um, Arab thing. Let's okay. turning. Let's sure. Turn it. I'm not. I'm not gonna play the whole. Um, what are you appropriating today? Okay, what I'm appropriating today is that we all kind of had, as you. As social media has become more and more prevalent, people have been realizing how much we all lived the same childhood in a way. And <laughs> while most of it is not true, there are every now and then there are a couple of things that you're like, okay, like we've had it, like yeah. we've had the same shit. And for North African kids, it's anime. That's why, for example, when you look at the 
the the the French Arabs who get into the rap scene now, sure. or the African, like li- f- the French speaking Africans who from those countries, so Cameroon, I don't, I'm not sure Cameroon speak, uh, Ivory Coast, uh-huh. you know, North Africa, okay. Senegal. Okay. So when these people go to France, second generation immigrants, mm-hmm. they live there. Like, okay, yeah, sure, they're French, but they're like, they're African deep down. And so part okay. of it says that we have the same upbringing, that, that we have the same upbringing. And that's why you see so many fucking new rappers talk about anime in their bars. They're like, they have, because they've seen it. When they make reference to the Genkidama and Vegeta and Goku from Dragon Ball, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Because we've lived the same thing. Yeah, We were raised on that, mm. on Dragon Ball, Naruto, One Piece. And bro, I gotta tell you, like, I love, I love indulging in that. The whole weep culture is absolutely worth it. Like, you don't, don't push it with cosplay, but you can't tell. What's wrong with cosplay? It's just, I... It's. I feel like it's two degrees of free- it's two of degrees like of freedom away cosplay. from porn. That's my problem with cosplay. It's really <laughs> two degrees away, uh, freedom away from porn. Yeah, that's really what I was saying. It's bro. really two steps. My like, God. If I close my eyes and walk two steps and I start from the case cosplay, it's turning into role play porn. Have sure. we ever talked about Rule Thirty Four? Have you ever heard of Rule Thirty Four? Of course. Rule Thirty Four states that man, if it's a thing, a man of knowledge. If it exists, there's if it porn exists, there's porn of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much that, it. That's, by the way, the axiom, the foundational piece of the internet. Yeah, true. There's porn for whatever. That's that's why, you know what, we'll say, I have, we have... Um, what? Remember what I told you about the show, the all-encompassing yes, 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 sandbox the show? show? About how the par- the porn parody for it? Yes, the yes, thing. honestly, probably the starter. How much time we got left? I mean, it says 120 up here. 120, so we got an hour. Okay, do you mind if we talk about this? How long do we have? About what are we at? We haven't. We're in. We're an hour in. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I had this dumb thought of what would be the most. Um, so lame of you to introduce it as dumb. My. Uh, that's the thing. If it's you don't bro. acknowledge that every thought you have is dumb, then you're not self-aware enough because we've all. Everybody's got. Every. You know that thing we say like nobody has an original thought. Somebody. Yeah. No. I know. But like. So if I. I just if, think you don't have to preface it as, with like it being a dumb idea. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway. Yeah. It it's doesn't fine. matter. But basically, the most viral thing to ever appear on the internet would be a show that's kind of built like a sandbox. And what I mean by that is, it's imagine it's bankrolled by some really rich dude who's got money to splash. Yeah, yeah. And he says, okay, I've hired actors. We've kind of made a script for a pilot to introduce characters. Mm. And then from there on, like, kind of like um, Bandersnatch. Sure. Where... It's not really interactive like Bandersnatch in the way. Oh, during the movie you pick. No, 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 no. It's it's one of those daytime television kind of like Days of Our Lives that is day to day. Day to day, they make the script, Mm -hmm. and they let. For example, Days of Our Lives has been here for like forty years. Yeah, right. So every day, every day they pump new content. Yeah, man. Consistently insane. So that's what forty years, three hundred sixty-five days. So that's like. uh, Shit, bro. That's fourteen thousand episodes. Dude, I'll pull this up. How many? How many did you say? Uh, 40 years and they do daily how many episodes did you say it was 14,000 I keep talking I'm just gonna look this up I wanna see if it's, if I was right mm, I'll tell you uh, yeah pretty much uh, 13,963 see, episodes see there you go like, 5.1 IMDB rating damn still positive still positive damn Net positive. And I'm saying, okay, so that kind of TV is dead, right? Like, people aren't really entertained by it, except, like, maybe grannies. And also, 
middle-aged Arab ladies because they would watch those kind of telenova uh, the Turkish, Turkish vibes. Yes, yes, yes. Ashq al Mamnu'a. Ashq al Mamnu'a. Saraya Abidin. Wow. That show wasn't actually called Muhammad. I just remember it being Muhammad. Damn. I don't know what that show was. Muhammad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the same two actors. They just made the same show. By the way, wait, wait, that a... show, Bab al Hara, was like. Oh was, my God. Was, uh... There's a show, bro. Mirna Khalil has the dumbest scene I've ever. Like the epic highs and lows of high school football is. <laughs> A masterpiece in comparison to that scene. The dude is tracking the girl, who, the guy who kidnapped his his gal, right? Yeah. For the entire show, he finds him uh-huh. next to a fucking train uh, rail. Sure. Okay. Like on he's the a, tracks? He, he, like no, next? no, next to it. He's about to shoot him. He's okay. about to glock him. Sure. And then he's like, has kind of a migraine Mom. kind of thing where he looks away and the dude fucks off. And what? it always, bro, it's the dumbest. <laughs> I remember watching this as a kid and I was thinking, come on, man, you cannot be serious. This is your script. This is what, what? Tur- turned me off of Turkish uh, TV. I never watched Turkish I, I was into that. I was into it just because of the translation in Arabic was too good. <laughs> like to say like, you assholes, like, haqir. Like, <laughs> wow, like, that's pretty harsh, bro. Oh, man, that Damn. hurts. Jesus. Wow. Multicultural podcast. There you go. Always, <laughs> always repping it. <laughs> We're just trying to put our CV out there. Really, it's really out there. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to go back on. Where was I going with this? Um, the yes, show. the, the self-aware show. So basically, um, so sh- imagine a show like that. So that's uh, produced on a daily basis, but there, the, there's no actual control of the script. Like there's no storyline that's built in. You just send in a pilot, and then you let the audience. So polls on Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be, they basically vote on what's the outcome they want the most to evolve with the storyline. And why I think that would be... And so basically what the the team's role would be is to like just reenact it, right? Like just like, okay, yeah, this like, is what's like, going to happen. So now our producers, whatever, are going to work for that day to produce this, put it on TV, then there's a poll, what happens and then you keep on repeating that sure and why would be the most viral thing ever is because when when you watch a show and you kind of fuck with it and you tell a friend yo check out this show that's so fucking cool okay sure the premise is that you really dig this show sure but when the premise becomes we have control over this this show so please indulge in this because your vote matters yeah right very 2020 vibe your vote matters (laughs) (laughs) sure Always a woke podcast. I mean, it takes the whole thing about like reality TV and puts it into, but like like but fictional produced content. So it would be so viral because every person would want to attract ten other people to like vote and get into this, yeah. and everybody would be so into it. And I think this is my 1984 dystopian moment. Sure. If it grows to infinity, like at some point, a show like that, the same way a lot of big mega corporations really indulge in social media is because they know it's big enough that they have to maximize their um, ads and whatnot there, right? So you have, for example, Ryan Airlines right now is killing it in the TikTok game. Mm. Like the Ryan Airlines TikTok, it's killing it with millions of likes. People are fucking with it. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. They're indulging in memes and everything and it's it is working. Yeah. See, so the because... Brands are doing this m- more than ever. I'm saying, man, if this show grows to be big enough, everybody's going to start endorsing it. Everybody's going to be into it. People are going to like want to affect this even more. And then it collapses on itself. 
where basically every human being is a part of the show because the show is just constantly growing. Mm-hmm. And now all we're doing is we're voting on each other's lives, right? Mm. The show becomes the controller. Yeah. And it just becomes like the story of humanity. Whoa. For Whoa. Real. For I'm real. really glad you introduced this. This is dumb, bro. Not going to lie. Now hearing, hearing it back, I'm like. It's such a dumb take. No, but like, but no, but I'm saying I'm fully, I'm fully into it because like, um, first of all, when you think about, I mean, the concept initially, it's like cool and it's catchy. It's like a, it's a different, but I feel like it's way too catchy in the sense that it can go wayward very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like I like the dysto- I like dystopian takes on things. So like, the of course, I, take I already like... prefaced with saying this is my nineteen eighty four take. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's not gonna so, get that bad, but it's got some black mirror to it. Like, it's, it definitely does. It definitely does. I've been watching a show recently. It's called Soulmates. The whole concept of the show is that like, um, you can go to this company, take a test, and then they'll have your information. And if your soulmate isn't already in the system, you'll get paired up with them. And if they're not already That's in That's an it, episode in, um, in in Black Mirror, I think. Which one is it? I it's, don't remember. It's the episode where uh, they, she constantly meets partners, you know? Uh, and, yeah, the dating app thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, but not. But, but this one, but this one isn't like that because it's just you take a test, and if they're in the system, you'll get paired up with them. Mm-hmm. If they're not, when your soulmate takes the test, if they take the test, you will be paired up. And like it's it's science. Like the show makes it out to be like again very big on non-consent kind of like cupid no no but no but in this case it's like the the way they set it up it's it's a sci-fi show it's like say 10 years from now or something so it's it's like scientifically like this is your soulmate there is no denying it type of thing yeah you know what i'm saying um and i really lost my train of thought again you're going but, with the whole soulmate vibe and how how you're gonna relate it yeah to no the, i was just i was just really just saying that this is like it's a very black mirror type of thing and yeah, when you watch these kinds of shows, you watch also like Nerve or whatever. You watch this kind of thing where like Truman Show you, also a little Truman, bit. Yeah, well, yeah, some Truman Show. But in Truman there Show too. is like more of a classic. It's not like oh, it's super. Yeah, but it, but, it has, more, but it has it's that, got some comedy. But too. it has those same concepts of like you know people being involved in TV. And that's and the thing. And that's the thing, it, like, bro. Thing. In Attack on Titan, in Attack on Titan, I think episode uh, one of the episodes of uh, uh, season three or something like that. At some point, a guy makes reference um, to I think it was a great line. It was something about. Um, so a guy kills or does something atrocious to somebody's atrocious. daughter. Yeah, atrocious, whatever. You're good. Kills her basically, mm. and uh, and then the dude and he's about to kill now the dad, and he tells him like why and the dad's like why would you do that to 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 my daughter like that's so inhumane and he's like I get you, in a way like if somebody did that to one of my kids I'd be livid. Yeah, but also. It's not happening to my kid. It's happening to yours. Yep. And as humans, we have such a great um, ability to be entertained by cruelty. Sure. And I'm saying, like, it, that is so fucking true. I know, the sh- like, it's an anime. Shouldn't take it seriously. But that is very true. Like, we have... Why we indulge in horror movies? Why we indulge in, like, gory shit? Why we indulge... Why we look at an accident? America's hum- funniest home videos. That was a whole thing growing up. Bro, Grand Year back in the day... Um, and mm. like every year, every New Year's event on MCs, like you see, just people absolutely getting clobbered, man. Like seriously, Dexed. they get they get their, they get Bodied. wrecked. <laughs> I want to bring that body. Like I want to <laughs> oh, yeah, bring man. that back. But yeah, people just getting absolutely demolished, man, on live TV, and you're fucking dying of laughter yeah. because we have such a we're so predisposed to fucking enjoying cruelty and somebody else's misery. Louis C.K. made reference to that yep. a while ago, and he said like it's unbelievable how much the human being is willing to like not look 
like look the other way if the person who's suffering is suffering very fucking far away from you like yeah. if it if it costs a couple of um chill like chinese children's lives to create this iphone mm-hmm. you wouldn't really care because it's in china it's the other side of the world yeah, right sure. and so would you rather be nicer right and use a lamp or something and not i don't know and send letters through a pigeon like they used to do back in the day mm-hmm. and save a couple of kids or would you let them suffer immeasurably on the other side of the world yeah. but you get to enjoy like your really good 3g and like a super clean ui I mean, I'm probably going to take the 3G and the UI. Like, that's I'm not but everybody, but everybody, see, everybody makes that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to say like everybody makes a conscious choice, but they everybody makes a conscious choice to ignore. Yeah, the sure. Conscious choice, right? sure. Super meta. Wow. But for Super real. Meta. And so, what I'm saying is, in a show that everybody gets to dictate what is what's going to happen with other people's lives, yeah. because it becomes so fucking self-aware and so sentient. Because you're you're you can vote anonymously and you're just as like you're just a profile on Twitter or Insta or whatever. You're not actually the human being facing them, mm. bro. So easy to like kill off characters, yeah. even if it means real lives. Like mm. seriously, people would not mind. Um, this saying, is taking a pretty dark turn, bro. <laughs> but yeah, that's absolutely. what I'm saying. That's the dystopian take, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, absolutely. You could be but like, it, but it's on but like oh. a show like this. If you have like a billionaire who's willing to, if Elon Musk feels like, you know what, fuck this whole Mars project, let's indulge in a bit of comedy. So, swear to God, could do it. So not convinced with Elon Musk. Posting. I'm so not convinced with Elon Musk, like, but I love his shit man, posting. I, <laughs> I know. I just it. love how much you he say this posts. every time, but I'm still not convinced, man. Like, what he do that was so great. I just he's just fucking awesome dude yeah i know Probably. i just love younger billionaires because he gives me very much the um, the unimaginable tony stark bruce wayne sure. scenario of the guy who's like kind of young like in his 40s but also the richest man on earth so <laughs> businessman and yeah, wants yeah. to like do awesome cool awesome cool stuff yeah for a major part of our lives the two richest men on earth were bill gates and warren buffett one was supposed to be dead about 30 years ago like dude warren buffett's warren buffett is born in 19 19- 20 or something wow. like that he old old wow. big time old right he's 90 or something like yeah. that and then okay so 1930 sorry my bad he's born in 1930 the, the the oracle of omaha that's how they call him they call him the oracle of omaha <laughs> okay but um yeah the other is bill gates who's like the official poster boy of dorks right mm. like my little brother who's kind of a dork himself yeah Says that if he wasn't the same, if he were in the same high school at, as Bill Gates, he'd shove him in a locker. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fact. Bully Bill Gates, bro. I would like? absolutely bully Bull- Bill Gates. Like I'm not pro bullying, but I would absolutely shove him in a locker as well. Like steal his lunchbox, bro. Look kid at his with glasses, hair. though. Can't beat up kids. Like, Always beat up kids with glasses because <laughs> equality, man. This is woke world. True. But anyway, so. Yeah, where was I going with this? Yes, so those were the, like the two richest people on earth for a long time, and now yeah. it's now it's the perfect narrative. You got the savior Elon Musk and Darth Vader, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> it's really there, right? Like that's that's it. We're witnessing it. Like sure. the two clash of titans. <laughs> God. Big names on Sorry, campus. Man. By the way, Jeff Bezos finally relinquished that Amazon yes, job. Man. I know for a fact something went, <laughs> must have gone real wrong. And he's like, I'm not taking. I'm I not think taking he's the good, man. I don't know what his next move is or whatever. He wants but. to focus more on his whole. Um, the competitor for for SpaceX, what is it, Deep Blue or something like that? Wait, he's gonna just go and compete with Musk? Yeah, bro. No, bro, this sucks. Come on, why are we making the entire narrative of like 
in the improvement of our world. Blue Origin. And, that, and there race. you go. That's the name of it. Blue Origin. That's blue the name Origin? Of it. Yes. Small blue dot, really? Like pale blue dot? Have you ever see, p- seen people try and be deep about that whole pale blue dot thing? Mm, nope. Yeah, I, I, uh, do you know? Like, oh, we're tiny. We're, we're yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, yeah, perspective. You know, like. Fuck I mean, perspective, I, I can imagine bro. an astronaut coming back and being like, oh, yeah, I like, saw. Like, I get I it. I get it. Like, Neil Armstrong space. and Buzz Aldrin, they see it. They're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anybody else cap. Right. Get like, the fuck out of my Like, face. what are you talking about perspective? But also, but that, that comes from the fact that, bro, you. So fake deep with this. Swear to God. It's, but like, well, you've always <laughs> been nothing but yourself, right? You've only sure. seen it from your two eyes. Yeah. Or less than that if you're whatever. Okay. But yeah, you've only seen the world through that lens, okay? It's very difficult to have perspective about how mediocre you are when actually the day you die, the world ends really because you're not going to witness a world without your existence. So no. you're, the day you die is Armageddon for all, for all you care, right? If, sure. If the world ends a day after or a billion years after, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because once you're dead, you're dead. And also, it doesn't matter when you were born because, like, the world was created the day you were born. Because you don't remember, oh, yeah, dude, I'm born in 1998, but, like, I remember what the 80s were like. No. You look back at what the 80s were like, but you, as far as you know, the world was created in 98, and people are capping about everything before. It doesn't matter. So, it's very very rich to ask people to have perspective about how mediocre they are. Super nihilistic. Like, dude, at the end of the day, you've only been yourself, okay? Miss Whoa. me with that whole, uh, oh, yeah, dude, you're a tiny planet. And <laughs> the observable universe. Bro, you've observed nothing but your own existence, okay? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Super fake deep about it. I mean, facts. Facts. Facts, man. I'm not going to lie, but, yeah. Like, I have a of... point, but it's fake deep. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely fake deep. But, I mean... What kind of rebuttal do you have for other fake deep shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... You okay, have to science, fire with fire. Right, like, science is a thing that... Um, I've always, like, liked science, been interested in them and whatever. Um, but when science started becoming a cool thing... like, Fuck like Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's the guy. <laughs> Bill not, Nye, the science guy, not, Neil deGrasse Tyson not, not really like, ruined not, it. Not like that, but, like, I mean, they definitely, like, added to that wave, you know? But, like, people who, like, got into stuff like sciences astrology and stuff like that and who started talking about perspective and started and made science cool quote unquote cool i i just never i was never for don't it. fucking romanticize it. it like yeah, okay seriously. like dude like, like science isn't supposed to be that but like, you can that's the thing there's a like duality you can do both you can it. you can look at like the the beauty of i don't know the observable universe whatever and still look at stargazing as a non-scientific Non romant like non scientific thing. Yeah. Like just okay, be it's, romantic about it, sure, but like don't add science into the like, equation. Yeah, don't start talking just, to me about pale blue dots and how like oh look at that star and whatever and how that scale and oh, what what am I twelve? This is and also to be and also you know one thing also that kind of pisses me off. I don't know. I'm pissed off about a whole lot of things. I'm sure you can define people by how, the things they hate more than the things they like. That's just sure. a, again. That's again, just a, I talk in statements like that. But yeah. anyway, basically. <laughs> One thing that always pissed me off is like when they make a movie, any kind of sci-fi movie that's about in 100, 200, 300 years where basically humanity has now colonies outside of Earth. Yeah. Even the people who never been to Earth, they're like, yo, so what is it like? Like it, like they always try to enforce in every single game or movie that idea that we're connected to Earth. 
And sure. in the same manner as capitalism, like once I'm out of the proletariat, I'm out. Yeah. If there was a way to get out of Earth and get into another co like colony, like once I'm out, I'm out. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna like get emotionally attached about Earth. Oh, Earth. like the Earth, like get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here. Come on, man, miss me. But I mean, yeah, this yeah. is just the best we got. It's not the best there is. Okay. It kind of. They just discovered uh, yeah, a planet yeah, sure. recently that's covered 100% in water. Okay. That sounds fucking awesome. Is that awesome? That sounds fucking <laughs> awesome, man. The ocean apparently is as deep. It can go up to 8,000 miles of depth. That's terrifying. Think of the, think of like Mount Everest and like, give it a, give it a solid like 3,000 times. Like yeah. stack 3,000 of them. Mm. That sounds fucking sick. I'm not for that, man. But I don't know, man. Like the sun is a fucking beta star, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just the best we got. Miss me with it. Seriously, yeah. Like we're we're, we're the uh, a narrative, bro, bro. Okay, you want to talk about perspective? The whole blue blue say, dot. Say, yeah. Okay, just I I just please everybody go check a size comparison between the sun and this star called Vy Canis Majoris, and go I'm tell us that we didn't get the right short now. end of the stick. Because look at how fucking alpha that star looks like. And look how beta ours looks like. <laughs> Betelgeuse, another star, looks fucking sick. Wow, bro. Are you actually dropping star names right yeah, now? Yeah, sure. Wow. Bro. I wasn't into that thing. Bro, my what parents... What are you into astrology? I know a whole lot about a little bit. And a little bit about astrology? Astronomy. Astronomy, bro. What are you on about? Astronomy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, bro. But I, I don't know. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, my parents used to get me a, um, an encyclopedia every year for my birthday. Because I didn't have anything better to do except play Yu-Gi-Oh, mm. I would really read. Like I remember so much. Like I remember there was this encyclopedia, encyclopedia Ushuaia, that I yeah. got in 2006, I think, for my birthday. And there was at some point this little little post-it uh, in one of the pages that said that uh, Immanuel Kant was like a philosopher. Mm -hmm. Every day. Uh, didn't matter if it was, I don't know, I, I remember it was phrased like that, like, if it's, whether it's winter or summer, Emmanuel Comte would wake up every day at four in the morning and sleep at seven. Okay. And I remember that fact, and it has absolutely no purpose in my life. But I remember dumb facts from when I was a kid, from encyclopedias I read, where I sounded way smarter, by, by the way. Like, knowing those facts back in the day, kind of a flex. Now, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I was thinking, where, what was the point of that? Because you said, like, where do you get, where are you dropping the star names? Ah, right, right, right. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Cool. You used to reading cycle. Yeah. You, okay, cool. Like, I used to almost memorizing cycle because I had nothing else to do. Wow. It was fun. I was really into dinosaurs. Every kid has a dinosaur phase. Yeah. Dude, is that a T-Rex? No, dude, that's a, I don't know, man. I was going to say Sagittarius. <laughs> I can't for the life of me identify any types of dinosaurs. Like Bro, besides... I remember Diplodocus. That was my guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> Brachiosaur or Brachiosaur, whatever. You know those the, those oh, yeah. like daddy yeah, yeah. long necks. Um, that's oh yeah, that is bro, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the one that's like looks like he has a turtle shell, but oh, it's triceratops. Got, like, spikes down. Triceratops. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> okay. That guy was such an alpha. Alpha for sure. In the field. Wow, I loved. But bro, when you were a kid, there was such a dichotomy between what's an alpha dinosaur and what's the beta dinosaur. It was, was it vegetarian? Oof. Or did it eat other? dinosaurs yeah easy game facts, big facts because it was like if it, it ate it other dinosaurs dice, it. it was the big man on campus yeah that's all you needed to know because like dude all the other dudes were gonna like just eat plants the whole time and then just live until they were eaten that was it exactly that's the whole thing like how is that sustainable 
man, fucking... Seriously, natural se- selection hit dinosaurs, like, in the quickest way possible, bro. It really yeeted the hell out yeah. of them. Because it's like, th- that scenario was just going to repeat all over, like, over and over again. Like, T-Rex, big man on campus, Chad, Thundercock, just eats everybody else. Mm. And then you got, like, his little hunchman. Like, the, you know, what's the name of the... Uh, the, vel- the Velociraptor, Velociraptor, the 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 super fast ones, smart, super fast. Basically, the Chris Pratt's friends. Oh, I remember one of them was called Blue. I think yeah, it's ve- they're Velociraptors. They're yeah, Velociraptors. Yeah, sure. Yeah, those were kind of alpha too. Oh yeah, like, no, those are. Dope, it really, yeah. by the way, in gaming they have a, their own character, like the slick assassin. Oh yes, absolutely. The, the slick, slick assassin. assassin. That's always been a character in every. Yeah, because yeah, you get like what well, I'm gonna say three archetypes. You get like the slick assassin. You get the, the heavy, tank. and then you get the like mage wizard type of long range, maybe an archer type of thing. And in yeah, every like medieval game yeah. or whatever, or like or. I don't know World of Warcraft and everything. There's it's always those three archetypes. Yeah, sure. Like, the fat guy the who takes basic. hits. Yeah. The slick assassin. Who's gonna, like, and the spiritual it. one. Yeah, exactly. So it's like those three, and that's absolute. It, Velociraptor it is by far. He's got he's got the slick assassin. Yeah, too. absolutely. And that's yeah, we all had shit. a dinosaur phase, I guess. Yeah, I had like we're all and we all had like our astrolog. Like I want to be an astronomer, because like an astronaut. Yes, I wanted to be an astronaut for the longest time. I wanted to get to space for the longest time. And then you realize how much of a hassle it actually is to like make it there. Pretty much. You realize how much a hassle it is to make it anything in life. To be honest. Whoa. Whoa. But um, yeah. This, this turning grim. I this really want. This is wanna, not the most uplifting podcast. It's really not. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day and we're single, bro. Where do you think this was going? Yeah, but yeah, also, true. also, just to like conclude, because we have this habit of starting th- something and never finishing it, sure. right? When it comes to topics in a podcast, so I just want to like at the least show? close the trippy show. Trippy. I was just saying, Super if you think that's viral, though. it is the in a bullshit kind of bullshitter advertisement kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like the first episode of Madman. Yeah. This is the way to pitch the most revolutionary thing since like Serial, which would be a parody of that show in porn revolutionizes the industry forever. Right. Right. You like, milk the hell out of Rule 34. An interactive dude. show where people can actually like anonymously say what to do and consistently being produced. Pornhub just... Follow me here, man. This is how you make it into the big leagues. <laughs> Seriously, like this like, is how you, you make the comeback like, of the year in for the whole thing, and like you get people in because, like, honestly, an entry porn could be such a better entry point into that being a thing. But I'm telling you, no. The reason show, why man. it has to be legitimate first is because the point of a parody. What makes porn porn is that it's a parody of something that's legitimate in the world, right? Yeah, but like, so if you make it legitimate first and then you turn. I'm really not encouraging this, by the way. I'm not endorsing this. I'm just saying that's an original thought. Nobody's had that before, for sure. Wait, you, the show that you just Creating pitched? the show, then parodying it into porn. I mean, it's probably been said before, but like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never heard it before. There is I'll give this, you that much. There's this thing uh, I think I showed you uh, recently, and I think everybody who's listening, aka my 10 listeners, <laughs> it's more than yeah. that. But yeah, um... Like, you guys should check it. I forgot what the dude's name is, but how there are only 36 stories. There are only 36 oh, plots right, 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 in the yeah. entire recorded literature. And it's super cool to find out how bland we are because you try to check those 36 storylines and you will not find any extra. And people have been, like, really trying to find the 37th and they couldn't because 
it's that's it really encompasses every storyline ever told in literature yeah. and it's super cool and that's i was just you I know mean, making a thing about um how if you read shakespeare's entire works yeah um if you go through the whole thing you'll experience all 36 of those stories and so essentially you experience every all, emotion every emotion and so if art is supposed to be cathartic i guess if you if you're feeling bad in any kind of way if you read through shakespeare's entire works you'll feel just fine by the end of it in theory damn fake deep is fuck today bro what's up we're <laughs> like, really down bad seriously? man <laughs> we're really down bad terribly like i don't even know what the fuck we're Imagine if this was, like, one of those Valentine's Day where you and I were hyped up. We'd be talking about, like, doing all kinds of shit and, like, having fun on Valentine's if Day. If it was, and, like, okay, if it a wasn't a COVID-filled um, girlfriend empty kind of phase, yeah, sure, it would be a great episode to be super hyped. But, like, both of us are single. <laughs> but both dude, of us are in lockdown. Yeah. It just snowed recently, and it was the most anticlimactic snow ever. Like, most of the time, kids, like... If you lived in the Middle East, you have you don't see snow that often, so you're romanticized. Oh my God, don't snow! See snow that often, like never, bro. Like there's no. Snow. I mean, you see it when you go like yeah, skiing or like you once. go to Europe, yeah. 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 And you're like, oh my God, it's snowing! Oh my God, that's so cool! Insane. Exactly. Wow. Life change. I mean, I haven't had. Okay, I went to. I lived in Iran for six months back in the day in I 2003, and so my first memories were actually of snow, and my sister absolutely getting clobbered by this. Oh man, that was so good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna do an episode with Hiba soon. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll, I'll explain that that's story cool. later, but. I remember, I kind of remember snow from then, and then uh -huh. I didn't see snow for so long. Yeah. And so when you see snow again, you're like, whoa, that's fucking amazing, dude. Like, yeah, isn't it so cool? Yeah. Bro, this snow, honestly, I, I was not feeling it, man. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, plus COVID, is that really what I needed to up my heat, my, my gas bill? <laughs> I feel. Like, come um, on, man. Everything is an expense the in these nice, days. Man. Yeah, true. Yeah, really, really is. I was going to be paying for a new phone, honestly. But you didn't. Hell yeah. And so you're a winner. You're the ox, boys. I'm absolutely and taking girls. credit for the year of the and ox. What up, brother Tinder? Uh, no, you're not taking credit for it. You didn't even come up with Bro, it. Me and, and also, <laughs> no, okay, Chinese not me. Like, we, anyway. we are. We are. Like, 96 bulls are absolutely taking over yep. <laughs> the year no, of the ox. That's for sure. That's for sure. It's our trademark. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's it for today. <laughs> Honestly, um, I had. Hey, listen, man. Yeah. I had a lot of fun doing this episode. Same. Me too. Because um, this was as lax as you could. Have. It's been a very chill episode. I think it, has, it says 149. How long has that been going? 134. Because we have 15 minutes of uh, content to I, cut. I, okay, so you, I'll let you do you, the uh, the outro. You let me do the outro. Bro, I'll, do, I'll, been, I'll cut the brownies. And I, uh, I've been on my phone for like the last five minutes trying to find ever since we said peace, love, and positivity. That's a thing. That's a thing fucking logic says all the time. And I'm trying to figure out like what he says at the end of it. But fuck it. I can't figure it out and I can't fucking find it. Maybe also, we'll also, it I just point. want to shout out this this uh, this uh, tweet I saw sure. recently about <laughs> so fucking on PC. But uh, this this girl said, uh, bro, by the end of the year, I wanted to kill myself. But then okay. I listened to Logic's song and I have to thank him for making it so uncool. Because, <laughs> you know, the song like, I don't want to be alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is. It's yeah. This, the, the, the title is like the suicide helpline. Oh, okay. And she was like, bro, he made it so uncool to kill yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, um, on that note, I'm kind of going to go with like some wrap up words that are hopefully going to be a, a bit uplifting. Love thy neighbor. Th this was grim as fuck. This took a dark turn that honestly I didn't really expect. I thought this was going to be like a casual, ah, oh, we were kind of down bad on Valentine's Day type of story. We do be but down bad. 
but very fake we are, team. We, we are down bad. Oh, sure, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not down bad. Fuck that shit, bro. Don't admit it. Okay, fake it till you make it, bro. Um, look, Valentine's Day around the corner. If you're a person who's tripping up because you're alone on Valentine's Day, that's fine. If listen to our content, <laughs> you'll always have it by, by your side. Yeah, yeah. There's like 11 episodes at this point. You know, For maybe sure. there's a bit of content that you can and get also, you through the day. And basically. also, if you're with someone um, right now, bro, tell them you love them. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, spread some uh, Nothing spread some like love a woman, the warmth of a woman. Up. <laughs> That's, unfortunately, there's nothing like that. Really so, nothing like yeah. that. So if you if you have a loved one, you tell them you love them. That's, that gives me very... <laughs> I'm, I'm really having some very white vibes right now. Some very white vibes? Yeah, right. like I'm really like, it's time to love someone. Sure, sure. Like yeah. now I'm just like announcing it to people. Like not for me, I'm actually, I'm good. Okay, cool. Good for you, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know why you. I have to describe it. <laughs> good but yeah, anyway. Yeah. But yeah so um, um, everybody enjoy your Valentine's love Day. Love yourselves. Love the people around you. Have fun. Don't. Your choice. Don't make a big deal about it. It's a day of the year. It doesn't actually mean much. Like, you don't You don't actually. I remember this one time I said, did you call your mom today? It's Mother's Day. And you looked at me and you said, why would I call my mom today? Uh, like uh, other than other, more than other days because it's Mother's Day. I should love her just as much today. Yeah. So look, it's call your mom every day. That's exactly. what I do. Right. So like, don't 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 be tripping because it's February fourteenth, bro. It's just another day, and it's cool. Ha- take a breath, take a break, have a good weekend. Ha- hopefully, you had a good week, and we'll see you next, next week. week. Peace. Peace.